Welcome to Season 5, Episode 6 of the 126 Podcast. A potato is a tuber. Why are you looking at me like that's irrelevant? Well, who, I know what you're doing, but who would have ever thought a tuber? Well, I mean, what is that? It's a tuber. It's a root called a tuber. Okay. A vegetable I, that is a root. Just one of our old subject spotlights he's just following up on. Yeah, this is, you know, we have unfinished business from a prior podcast our listeners should go back and listen to because it was cross country and it was really good. And now we have... Tennis, and it's going to be really good, oh, don't yeah. you think? Pretty excited about this tennis episode. Myself. Me too. Is so, this our first? T- Wait a minute! I haven't introduced you yet. Okay, yes, I'm trying to. He's already trying to. It's jump just in like here. Jeremy Moore from our cross country episode trying to jump in here and run things. I'm just trying to figure out how y'all were talking about potatoes <laughs> with cross country. Well, I, Coach. Uh, well, uh, you, you know, if you were. Uh, obviously, s- you obviously didn't listen to the one cross country two, podcast. One two six fans would already know that Charner. Uh, Maybe you need no, to I, let him go listen. Yeah. Okay. Well, the, the last one I had was uh, the Kim Morsak one uh, last week. I listened to that one. That so. was a good one. Oh, yeah, okay. it was a good that one. That was a good one. Okay. Well, um, so we have already sort of inadvertently introduced Charner Williams, our head tennis coach for Forney High School. This is the tennis episode, and uh, we're this is fall season, spring season. We can get into the details of that, but why don't you introduce your guest? Um, all right, so this is uh, one of my senior captains, uh, Isabel Segovia. Um, been a four-year letterman and uh, represents the team really well. Good morning, Isabel. Good morning. Welcome to the pod. <laughs> we start out things around here like this. Well, all right. So in honor of this tennis episode and all of the tennis that's going to be played throughout the year that's already being played and going to be played. We're talking matches. Food matches, that is. Mm. I'm going to say a food and you have to match it. Now, obviously these are matches from Google. So um, (laughs) if you don't get it correct, you know, it's not my fault. It's Google's fault. Um, Isabel, I'm going to be, I'm going to I'm going to give you a really easy one, uh, and it'll get harder as we as we go. Uh, let's see, spaghetti and meatballs. Yes, okay, Coach Williams. Um, let's see here, mm, celery and peanut butter. Oh, good, Coach. Very good. All right. You won't get chips and salsa. Okay, uh, Coach Weaver, let's do hmm, pineapples and nothing. Coach, I don't like pineapples. <clears throat> I don't like pineapples. You may not like them, but what do people generally like with pineapples? Something that's pina, uncommon. Pina coladas. No, <laughs> this is coconut. No, does someone want to try pineapples and? Pizza? That's exactly the correct answer. Are you kidding? Me? <laughs> yes. I would never have answered that. Well, let me give you another one. Let's see here. Let's go. Um, you're not going to get this one either. Watermelon and. Salt. Okay. Is that it? Did I get it? 
that is one of them, but I was going for feta cheese, but salty as well. Feta cheese on a watermelon? <laughs> yeah, and it's like a salad, the watermelon no, salad with feta no. cheese. Listen, you go out in the field, you take your pocket knife, <laughs> you stick it in the watermelon, and it kind of pops because it's ripe, and you open it up, you get a little salt in your pocket, carry your salt shaker around with you when you're in the watermelon <laughs> patch, put a little salt on it, and eat it right there in the field. I, best watermelon, best way to eat a watermelon. I am not a salt and watermelon guy. I am. You know, Coyote will go down a row of watermelons and just take a bite out of each one <laughs> until he finds one that's good, but he, he'll he ruin the whole row. Do you know that? Deer, no, deer, I do not. Deer been, often do the same thing. I've been enlightened. Yeah. Go put a scarecrow in a watermelon field. Keep him out of there. Mm. Well, you know, I thought you would. I knew you were going to start with food. I thought maybe you'd start with Grand Slam. No. Since no. that's a tennis thing and a, you know, no. a, a, a breakfast I, I no. get it, Denny's Grand Slam. But you know, I, 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 I shouldn't uh, interfere. Do you with, want to start giving me no, ideas no, for the subject spotlight no, now? No, 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 no. I would never do such thing. Good subject spotlight. Thanks. We'll see how North Forney does. But this is Forney tennis at the table. <laughs> yes, sir. And uh, excellent job doing your matching. Speaking of matches, tell us about this. Is fall tennis season? We have really two seasons in high school tennis. We have fall and spring, and they're different, aren't they? Uh, yeah, very, very different. We, uh, we have a, a team and an individual season. So, um, I mean, way different, even though we're still just hitting a little ball over net. Yeah. Well, uh, tell the, the layman of the audience, how, what is the difference? And, and as a coach, how do you have to approach it's, it, it? To me, from an outsider looking in, it's almost like kind of coaching two different sports. Uh, uh, yeah. So in the fall, we play uh, individual schools so it's just us versus them we line up doubles and singles uh, and that's where it gets kind of tricky you're trying to figure out who plays well together um, should somebody play mixed doubles or stay in boys doubles do you put your better people in mixed or your better people in boys and girls doubles it's kind of like trying to figure out what the other team's doing and matching up to beat them a little bit better than them now on the single side we just we line up straight straight yeah. up and down best people play the best people but we could really get a couple matches there in doubles to try and beat that team. And, and it's it's kind of a man flipping a coin type deal. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, sometimes we, we flip it right, sometimes we don't. So um, that's the fall season. Spring season, we go uh, maybe 20 teams at a tournament, and we're all in a big bracket together. And you could play people from your own school. You're just trying to win the tournament. Yeah. So that, that's kind of the differences right there. I think most people think about the spring season as what you would traditionally consider high school tennis. But the fall season seems like there's a little bit more strategy involved in that. Oh, yeah. Love it. Love it. It's a big emphasis on trying to get those doubles matches and, and getting some chemistry with the whole team. Um, man, it's nothing like going, playing one team and getting the win against one team as a team. Because uh, spring season, individual season, there might be people that don't do so well. Yeah. But in the in the fall, if you don't do well, you could still win the match. You could still win the team, and uh, you know do a little celebrating with your teammates. And it's pretty cool because you you mentioned mixed doubles. I think this yep. is t- right offhand the only sport where our boys boys sports and girls sports sort of combine to compete. Yeah, uh, I, I don't know how cross country does it, but I, I know separate they all run com- the same day. But it's it's different, completely huh? separate yeah. races. Yeah, I, I would I would guess you're you're correct with yeah, that. Yeah, thank you. I think you've cornered the market on that. Yes, sir. Now, Coach Williams, did you play tennis in high school? Uh, yeah, I, I started late, though. Uh, I'm a football and baseball guy and uh, kind of started late my sophomore year. Uh, 
I mean, all the girls played tennis that I hung out with. My, some of my friends played tennis, so I picked it up. Oh, so that's why you were playing tennis, because that's where all the girls I mean, were. I mean, it makes sense, man. So we uh, trying I started, to get on one of those mixed doubles teams. That's right. So. That's right. So that's what I did. I picked it up, and then, uh, you know, I, I coached in college a little bit as a side job and just really fell in love with coaching it. And, um, you know, I mean, being a multi-sport guy, picked it up pretty fast in high school, so kept with it. Um yeah, so that, that's kind of how I started. So not not started as early as some of these kids. Some of these kids these days are starting five years old. Now, Isabel, did you start when you were five years old? No, I started in seventh grade, but my brother started when he was around four. Okay. So what, what excites you about tennis? Why, why, you know, you've been in the program for quite some time, and you're fairly good. Yeah. Um, my friends, definitely seeing them and then going to play the sport that we love together as a team is really fun and then my coach as well he makes it fun sometimes <laughs> sometimes sometimes <laughs> but most of the time he's always very cheery and he brings the spirit up so well he's bringing the spirit of coach Fleener in here today with this in Fleener we trust t-shirt on i cannot take this coach Fleener. <laughs> no is somebody paying you to are you like a paid advertisement for well, as y'all are aware, it's uh, homecoming week at Forney High School, and uh, today is Twin Day. And so me and uh, Coach Mast, we both have these T-shirts we got a couple <laughs> years ago. Shout out to Coach Mast. Yeah, Coach Mast out there. So as soon as we get back, we're going to go track down Fleener and get a twin, maybe a triplet picture because he's on my I'm shirt. I'm sure that will be on Twitter. So We'll retweet for, it. For the listener, uh, let me paint this picture for you. Our head <laughs> tennis coach at Forney High School is sitting at the podcast table in a white T-shirt with – a large $1 bill on the front of it. But instead of George Washington and his wonderful powdered wig, there's a picture of Jeff Fleener, and it says, In Fleener, we trust. Now, um, you know, that's probably as far as we need to take I that. just feel like I just want to just throw up. <laughs> you know, uh, says the lady with her picture on a $100 bill that we... That we present. That I do not like for people <laughs> hey. to see. Hey, you know, I, I feel like it could have been a $1,000 bill. I, oh, I think uh, you've talked to most of the Forney High School coaches and, yep. you know, the coaches, the athletes. We all love Jeff over we there, man. Too. He's awesome. We, we yeah. love Fleen Dog. He keeps us entertained, you bet. And part of that entertainment is winning football games. I will say they're undefeated 3-0 and going into the homecoming week. Could be 4-0 and after this week. We'll see. Uh, we do like to compete and we like to win. And in your tennis program, you've been doing some of that, too. So tell us about competitively where are we uh if a spectator wants to come see your kids participate what what should they look for in seeing them uh, succeed out there man so uh we, right now we're in the fall season we play tuesdays and thursdays uh you can check out the jackrathletics.com and check out the uh the schedule there if you want to come out and see us um, we're actually uh bye week right now and then um lancaster they don't have a tennis team so we've got a double bye week lined up so it's going to be real good we get some cooler weather so we get to actually get out there and practice yesterday was the first practice we've had in over a week probably because of the yeah. heat and um so outside of us just going inside and doing some conditioning um we're going to be practicing pretty hard and getting ready for crandall uh crandall's the next one on the list and that's actually our um senior night i believe in terrell's our senior night in a couple <laughs> weeks sorry about that go. so uh yeah Isabel, Funny. she's keeping me straight you she's got, got those got, good seniors to keep you straight yeah that's yeah right. she knows player-led so, player-led programs <laughs> no doubt. But uh, but yeah, it'll be great. We got uh, 
you know, we have bleachers on every set of courts now, so you come out and watch. It's in the shade. Um, so, yeah, come on out and check us out. And especially senior night, man, it's going to be something special. Uh, do some stuff for the kids and um, watch them whoop up on Terrell. No doubt. Now, Isabel, I want you to do something special for us because we want to know. The people want to know. <laughs> Can you provide us with something that is funny or embarrassing about Coach Williams that Besides no his knows? T-shirt. Oh, she knows something. I feel like I know a lot. I just don't oh, want to run. Oh, can't even. What? <laughs> With a Rolodex. Keep, try, and, try and keep it uh, a little a little nice, huh? <laughs> just oh. give us one thing. One itty-bitty, teeny, tiny thing. Can it be like a moment? or does It, have it can be, be a moment. If him. it was funny or embarrassing and it had something to do with him. That's what we want. I was thinking about this this morning. It was like a year or two ago. I was making him laugh, and then he drinks some of his coffee, and I made him laugh again, and he spits the coffee everywhere. Oh, so he has no control. No, no. <laughs> Come on, Coach. He's got coffee r next to him right I, now. I, I stay caffeinated all day long. I believe that. Got to. I do, too. Yep. I do, too. Well, and he's out there. I mean, you've – I got to say this about Charner's tennis program. How many years have you been here now, Charner? Uh, I think this is year seven. Year seven. So he's fairly embedded at Forney High School at this point. But he, uh, you know, we've I've been here a minute, and our tennis program has kind of gone through some revolutions. But Charner has been the most stable. He's been the most um, um, constructive tennis coach in the history of the programs. And when I say that, I'm talking about somebody who has poured himself into building this thing and getting kids in and keeping kids in and giving them a good experience so that they bring more kids in. And uh, you've, you've really built a very successful tennis program at Forney High School. In some cases, you know, um, from just a handful of kids, probably when you got here. Yeah. Uh, to how many how many kids now you got? Um, we're, we're just under 70 at the high school. 70. Um, but, you know, starting that middle school program yeah. six years ago now with uh, Coach Sosa, Coach Province now, yeah. um, that helps a lot. We got uh, maybe 80 down there in those two class periods. Mm -hmm. So we're getting, like my freshman class this year, was like almost 30 kids. That's cool. So we'll, we'll keep building on that, hopefully, and um, hopefully get some of these ladies out here playing because we're, uh, we're about two to one on the guy to girl right now. We need, these, we need some of these ladies to, you know, find a sport and let's uh, – Let's play some tennis. You might have a good recruiter sitting right there next to you. You know, I, I think about that all the time. I tell them, uh, hey, let's go uh, reach out to some of these other girls, little sisters, anything like that, get them interested. Coach Weaver, are you seeing a trend here with the numbers in our athletic programs? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. We are trending up. And we've always had it. We've always had good participation. Yes. We've always had successful programs. We've had, you know, invested coaches. But we're hitting, uh, we're on a whole new plateau now. It's no, it's not a plateau. It's still a slope. I don't yeah, know where the top of it is. You know, he's talking about he's got seventy in the program, but thirty are freshmen. Well, three times four is not seventy, right? Yep. So uh, it, we're going to continue to grow, and um, you know, you, you it's because of great programs and great people. people it, it's still a people business, and great coaches, great senior leaders. Uh, Great family atmospheres in these programs is attractive. Yep. Okay. Well, 
Thank you, Forney High School Tennis. Yeah. Uh, we are going to be watching for you in the rest of this fall season. Uh, your senior night against Terrell is upcoming, you said. we got Crandall before that. We love to compete against Crandall. Don't hang it on the microphone. We're making our transition here. This is how this works in, in a in a little old, uh, you know, unprofessional podcast like we have. Well, thank you guys for having us We're out novices. here. I appreciate it. Yeah. Thank you, guys. Um, you know, we'll we'll see you soon on a court. And, Charner, we do appreciate the work that you do. Thank you very much. Well, we're going to do this in the meantime, and this is, I don't know, this might become a new tradition for the transition. All right, today's weave, as we uh, make the change over from the Forney Tennis Program to the North Forney Tennis Program, is um, a follow-up to a .126 podcast that Charner mentioned there for just a second. We met with Kim Morsak, our Chief of Operations, last week and did a .126. If you haven't listened to that, you should, because uh, we really only got into the first layer of construction in Forney ISD, and particularly athletic construction. Um, there's construction as well going on, not just with our big giant facilities like stadium and competition gym, but if you look at other facilities on campuses from the junior high campuses, we know Warren is being retooled uh, right now. We know Teamer Middle School is being constructed. There's going to continue to be construction around tennis, and it's, it's a tennis episode, so that's relevant. Um, and, and, and then on and on. Uh, you know, we continue to make tweaks at our pool. Uh, we had a great uh, aquatics episode a couple of weeks ago. So it's just an exciting time to be in Forney ISD, not just because of the drastic increases in participation, which we love, not just because of the great uh, competition, which we also love. We're, like I mentioned, our football teams are undefeated going into this week. We've got teams and groups winning all over the district, but also just because of all the newness of, of uh, facilities and upgrades and facelifts. It's just an exciting time to be. So get out there and be involved. Go to these uh, athletic events, watch these coaches that we interview and these great student athletes in action. Uh, it's just kind of a magical time from, from that standpoint because a lot of really neat stuff is converging. All right, Coach O, we've made the move. Yes, we have. That was that was a smoother transition. Not really. Well, you there wasn't any your, screeching. You didn't, you didn't have your headphones on, so yeah, you know, but we're, we're muddling through. I it, think that. The next time we'll, we're gonna, you know, we're gonna have a pre-meeting oh. with, with both groups mm. so that the transition is smoother. We're gonna get know. this. We're yeah. Get this right. Maybe. Well, we can't run our podcast as smoothly as the tennis coaches run their tennis programs. Isn't that right? Next guest. Absolutely. This is Coach Spurgeon from the North Side. He's been over there running tennis quite a while. Let's start out with this, Coach Spurgeon. How many years have you been the, the tennis boss at North Forney? I've been the head tennis coach for eight years. Eight this years. is the eighth season. I was the JV tennis coach and junior high tennis coach for two years prior to that. So you got a decade in. Yes, sir. That's a little more than Charner. Well, yeah. actually, Charner, can't, Charner and I came in at the same he time. He said he'd been here seven years. Eight he's years. lying to us because he's trying to make himself younger than he really is. I think. We have a four and four record against each other. Really? That's yes. interesting. Eight years of competition, four and four. Yes, sir. You guys are right. But, but you also really get along very well and, and work well together. 
he taught me more about being a head coach in the first two years than I'd ever, that I ever knew. That's pretty cool. That's a neat dynamic that you see these guys. Uh, they're competing against each other head to head, but they also support each other outside of that competition. You know, it's a successful season when we beat Forney. Yeah. But uh, I root for them every time. Yeah. Except for when they play us. Yeah, for sure. That's how we want it. It's a great, that's a great take on it. It's, it's sometimes hard to get there. You know, you got to get over yourself a little bit. But these guys set a good example. You also brought a guest with you today. Would you introduce your guest, please? This is Julia Satello. She is a second-year letterman on our team. And I have actually coached her since seventh grade. Wow. That's that's a, a, a long tenure. I hope you've learned at least something from Coach Spurgeon. Oh, I learned a lot. Well, good. <laughs> we'll get into some of that. But first, uh, Coach O, get us started with this. Sure. So I'm going to I'm going to say a food, and you have to match it. Julia, I'm going to make it really easy for you. Bacon and eggs. Yes. Okay. <laughs> All right. You're like, hey, there's there was no wrong answer with bacon. Yeah, no. Let's see, Coach Spurgeon. Um. Oh, You'll never you're get, gonna this. get to this. Okay. Cheese curds and whey. Uh, well, do you like? It's you, he old, said whey. It, it's it's the the, yes. the nursery rhyme. Okay. Yeah, it is. Okay. Curds and whey. Curds and whey. All right. Well, I don't even know what it is. I don't either. Well, let's move on. <laughs> we, we both we both listened in <laughs> kindergarten. Yeah, <I> so. <laughs> okay, Coach Weaver. Let's see here. You'll wait. Never, I already did mine. Yeah, but you're gonna give you another one. You'll never get it. Broccoli and cheddar. Well, that is one, but that wasn't the one that well, I. Well, it's for. the. There's no that other thing to the eat one. with broccoli. Yes. Well, pizza. <laughs> How come you always give me something that goes Ranch things that dressing? you don't? You don't put pineapples on pizza. You don't put broccoli on pizza. You know what you put on pizza? Cheese and meat. That's okay, it. You got it. Maybe mushrooms. Uh, maybe jalapenos. Oh yes. See, but not pineapples. No. No. Okay. Absolutely not. Mm. No. All right. Good try, Coach Joe. Mm, mm, mm. Back to tennis. Yes. Let's talk about North Forney Falcon Tennis. Yes. So you've been building this program for a, a long while in a parallel to, mm-hmm. your, to your counterpart over there on the south side. Tell us what's happening in North Forney Tennis. How's the pulse of the program, Coach Spurgeon? I have a senior-laden program this year. Uh, my entire varsity girls team, uh, eight strong, are all seniors. Uh, several of them actually have are only in their first or second year, but they have improved leaps and bounds. Um, we have a large number of beginners coming in this year, uh, and we are, you know, after this year in the fall team tennis and spring team tennis or spring tennis, uh, we are rebuilding this year, but we will be, uh, I can already see huge difference in my beginner program right now. Yes. Do you think, I mean, you've got a um, kind of the uniqueness of, well, I don't know that it's unique, but you've got kids from Jackson and Brown. I do. That are coming over to North Forney. I do. And um, uh, how impactful has the the ability for them to be introduced to tennis at junior high been for you? Well, uh, our beginner class is twice the size this year than it was last year. Okay. Um, And... We are, again, improving leaps and bounds with uh, we're getting significantly more individual time with all of the students. Mm -hmm. And um, I've got several boys, actually, that if I could do it over again, I would already put them in my advanced class. Really? Yes, they've gotten significantly better, significantly quicker. Um, 
we actually, the last couple of years, we have put Jackson and Brown together. And we have put them together as one team. And so they already know each other when they're coming into the beginner class. And that's so it's cool. very, very nice. Yeah, that's pretty good. Mm-hmm. That is. Now, Julia, you, you said you started in the seventh grade? Yes, ma'am. Give, give the people, you know, if there's a, a, a younger a kid that's wanting to get into tennis and they think, you know, it may be too late, what advice would you give them? Um, I think it's never too late to start a sport. I think it's the fun of it. Like, obviously, when you start something new, it's like, oh, I'm not great at it. You're going to be a little negative. But, I mean, once you see improvement slowly, like, for example, just uh, being able to return a hit is such a great feeling for a beginner. And I feel like that's a great way you can build your passion from, like, starting tennis. Um, I started tennis when I was seven. So, I mean, I kind of got it early on. But uh, meeting new people now, like, as a senior with freshmen, it's nice encouraging them to be like, no, it's, like, great. You're going to click on it, tennis, and just motivating them. Okay. I don't know. I, I, I thought she said seventh grade. She said seven years old. Well, she but started here. that was here. still great no. advice. Started here. Okay. Did your parent, Was that your parents took you to, p- to play tennis to start when you were seven? Obviously, you didn't yes. jump in a car and drive to the tennis court, so I guess they did. Uh, okay, so what was? how did they do that? What, what Did they just – your parents love tennis? Was it a family deal? Um, I was playing two sports. I was playing soccer and tennis, and I was able to join two clubs in both teams, thankfully. Um, and I decided to just – Big tennis, because yeah. I did love soccer, but I think um, just watching the tennis games really got me interested. Yeah. And that's kind of where I built off my tennis career, you can say. That's good. Well, T- talk to us about the. Uh, <laughs> make me understand why the word love has to be in the scoring. I don't. Why does zero have to be love? <laughs> I mean, do, are we just. We want everybody to feel good, even though you're at zero, it's still love. I mean. Blame the French. Oh, okay. Uh, we you don't know, know exactly. You know, tennis, tennis did begin in France. Did you know that? No, I did yes, not. It originated in France. I'm learning so much on this podcast. Yeah, it is French, an educational podcast. It is. It's a French sport. Mm-hmm. Are you going to expand on that, Charner? I mean, not Charner. Spurgeon. Um, Spurgeon. Spurgeon. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. I go by my last name. It's kind of funny. Yeah. Um, yeah, I never call him Williams. Have you noticed that? Mm-hmm. Oh, but yeah. I've always called him Spurgeon since mm-hmm. day one. Well, you could get a little confused. Because, I mean, or he could be Charles or he could be David. Mm-hmm. Maybe so. that's it. What's well, I've been, <laughs> that's what I'm used to. Yeah. Uh, always, uh, they've, I've always had to go by my first name, which anytime somebody calls me Charles, I look around for daddy. Where's yeah. my dad? Where's my dad? <laughs> um, the scoring in tennis is weird. Uh, zero <laughs> is love. One is 15. Two is 30 then you would think the next one would be 45. No, three is 40. And then, then you go from there. Um, but if we get yeah. into a tiebreaker, then we actually count zero, one, two, three, four. Uh, it is, and what's funny is with beginner <laughs> tennis, tiebreak, when people get to a tie, a six all, six all tie in a set, when we get into a tiebreaker, that's when the coaches have to come by and actually help because the kids get all of a sudden, they understand the weird scoring, but we get into a tiebreaker and they can't do it hmm. because there's a lot of different changing in serves and everything like that. So it's a complicated sport for scoring, actually. I yeah. would just like to have been in the room with the people who were trying to determine scoring for tennis. Those would be, uh, they would have been in a monastery, probably, in the 11th century in France. 
it's started again, hit started with hitting the ball with their hands, and really? then yeah, eventually somebody somebody decided it'd be a lot better to do this with you know if we were holding on to a racket a, a few hundred years later, a sports implement. Mm-hmm. That's right. What's Did that? you know? What was that? I have no idea. Sorry, that was my watch. I apologize. Oh, oh my gosh. I told you. What a, <laughs> man, what a thrown together. What piece of work this is. <laughs> I'm uh, so sorry. Did you know hey, that? Don't worry about it, Coach. His phone goes off all the time. Yeah, it does. Uh, did you know you can shoot a, uh, a potato <laughs> with a potato gun through a tennis racket and make french fries? Another I haven't for, actually seen it happen, another but use I for can a tennis see racket. it. I did see that. Once upon a time, somebody oh, tipped that. that did, you, actually, did you know that? No, I didn't. Yeah, because I'm like, was that a joke? Did you just <laughs> no, make that up? It's no, you, you could. It's a thing. Yeah. If you do one of the potato guns, so you, you, I'm yeah. from East Texas. I know what a yeah, potato gun yeah. is. And then uh, East Texas, Juicy's Hamburgers, they do yeah. the, the, they put the whole potato in, you s- spiral mm. it around, and they get the, oh, yeah. All right. Yes. Well, thanks, Coach. Speaking thanks of that. spiral, we're spiraling out of control here. <laughs> All right, so competitively, let's talk about Falcon tennis. What do you have in the uh, in the near future for the spectator? Because the truth, the fact of the matter is, and, and Charner mentioned this, mm-hmm. you know, it, there's a lot of opportunity for spectators to come out and watch tennis. You may not know what the heck the score is. We've already been through that, but you can come out and and sit at our tennis coach and watch our kids play tennis. We don't charge an entry entry at this point for that. We can. It's a it's a great opportunity to come out and see our kids compete. Um, we talked a little bit about fall season versus spring mm-hmm. season, right? Tennis, the team tennis versus individual tennis. This is kind of a neat time of year because mm-hmm. you've got, you know, some uh, some mixed doubles going on. Mm-hmm. You got boys. You can go over here playing. You got girls over there playing. Mm-hmm. It's just a fun time to come out and watch tennis, mm-hmm. particularly with the weather being as nice as it is in the recent uh, this week yes. and then the weeks to come. We hope. Mm-hmm. What can we look for? Who are we going to be playing? Okay. You're up, Julia. He's trying to get you. Come on. <laughs> Julia, Julia was like, don't put me on the spot like that. Yeah. Who are we playing tonight? Tonight we are playing Mesquite. Mesquite High School. Okay. Mm-hmm. This is the team that took us out of the playoffs last year. Oh. So payback. I would, oh, please. All yes. Right. Play Payback. Our match will start at 415. That's when the normal varsity tennis matches and JV tennis matches start for fall team tennis. Um, you will see... Uh, we will start off actually with seven matches on the court, all doubles matches, and doubles is where you beat the other teams. Uh, Charner said, again, when we were playing singles, you play your best versus your best and down the line. Doubles is where the strategy is. Doubles is where if you come out ahead 4-3 in doubles, then you are ahead, and uh, it's the first team to win 10 matches. And okay. we follow the college. we follow the college format. Payback, payback for Mesquite. Today. Oh, please. I've yeah, been waiting all year for this. Yeah. I mean, you guys are playing You guys are playing against a little different competition than, yes. than Forney is. They're still yes. in 5A district. You're in a mm-hmm. 6A district. Yes. It's not uncommon, I will say, for those 6As to be a little bit, uh, let's call it mature in their programs from the standpoint that, um, you know, they probably went through the growth through 5A and into 6A, and mm-hmm. some of them have had an established 6A program for years and years, yes. mes- your Mesquites and Rockwells. They've been 6A mm-hmm. a long time. Yes. So this is something you've transitioned into, but you're, mm-hmm. you guys are doing a great job of that competitively. Thank you. 
Yes, we have actually in our 6A district is a tough district. We yeah. have uh, a perennially, perennially state-ranked team in Tyler Legacy, and then Rockwall and Rockwall Heath are every few years state-ranked. Yeah. They're, they're, they're all good. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And again, Mesquite beat us, and I'm not happy with that. Well, you know, those good teams make you better. Yes, and they do. As your program continues to mature with strong leadership like you have from Julie and others, mm-hmm. uh, that we know where we're headed. We know that our future is only going to continually be brighter. Yes. Now, Julia, go ahead and brighten our futures even more by letting us know something funny or embarrassing about Coach Spurgeon. He's ready for it. He, he's just waiting to see what you're going to say. I told her whatever she wanted to say is fair game. Oh. Okay. Get the green light. There's so much I could don't, think don't, don't. <laughs> I mean, I don't even know. Wait don't short us, Julia. Don't short us. Give us something good. This is so much pressure. <laughs> um, where do I even start? I've known him since seventh grade. Mm. So there's plenty to tell. I know. I could just. Oh my goodness. What do I have to think of? You've had like 20 minutes to think about this now. Come I on know, now. but. Sometimes, you know. I have no idea. Nothing really it's like picking up a dictionary and just not knowing what word you're going to look up. There's so much volume there. Yeah. You just, <laughs> you know, I mean, she could start so probably from seventh through twelfth grade. She's got six years of dealing with this guy. Well, uh, no, that, I did fall down in front of the entire team once, but I think you were in junior high. Only time, once? Sorry. Only once. How did that happen? Tell us that story. We were in Ennis. The ground was wet. Uh, I was surrounded. The team, th- this particular team had a ritual. Every, every team has a, a starting ritual. This one, they would get around me and I would say something. Profound? <laughs> <laughs> yes, extremely <laughs> profound. And then I w- we would jump up and down and everything. And I was jumping up and down and I was on a decline and my feet slipped right out from under me. And then I uh, wow. head over heels. So basically you were getting fell crunk. down the hill. You were getting crunk and oh, yeah. fell. Yes. Mm. Well, it was kind of embarrassing. It happens. It was multiple teams saw it. Would, that, would he now be considered an athlete? If something like that happened, you just can't even jump on an incline without falling? Man, it was wet. He's probably already an athlete before that. <laughs> you know, Sam Sandy Cook uh, told a similar story across the country. I guess it's, you know, when when people fall down, it's supposed to be funny. It's all, it's all funny until somebody gets hurt. <laughs> I actually would have laughed at myself had I seen it. I wish somebody had videoed it. Mm. So. Well, Julia, um, we still want you to uh, keep a close eye on Coach Spurgeon and his watch, which, you know, can, continually goes on. He's a popular guy. Well, I know, and it, he's a good sport on telling his own sport. self. So we'll let his watch keep beeping. He is a good sport, and, and you guys are, are running a good sport program over on the north side. Uh, you know, we, we've got what we know. We, we talked about this, you and I, before we got on the podcast a little bit. There's going to be some work on your tennis courts in yes. the near future. And th- they're due. Uh, you know, like just like we're bringing everything across the district up to a, a good standard and um, not just equity, but, you know, making our facilities truly look and feel and function like 6A facilities because mm-hmm. that's what you're in, right? I mean, you are yes, at the, you're in the top level of tennis competition in the state of Texas. And – uh, you got a lot of kids and participation out there doing good things at North Forney. So uh, going to continue to continually 
be good things in your program's future. Uh, I would be remiss if I didn't um, digress from our regular tennis topic for just a second and tell you personally just how much I appreciate Coach Spurgeon, not only for the tennis coach he is, but for the human being he is. Um, We know that he's had significant challenges within his family. He lost a daughter. Uh Um, One of the most tragic things that any of us can imagine. And uh, your family, you personally, um, are so impressive to me. And your faith and your consistency, uh, your love for for your family, also for the kids in your program, which are, I think we can all see you treat them as part of your family. And um, I just want you to know that, listen, our coaches are human beings, right? They're moms and dads and sisters and brothers and they're teachers. And, um, you know, we, we do this podcast to talk about the impact that our coaches have on student athletes, um, never to be underestimated. But when someone does it through the most difficult of circumstances and, and truly never misses a beat to be an example, uh, a leader, and a mentor to the people around him, it's very impressive. And uh, made a, you, ma- you make a huge impact on us. And I know you're not trying to do that. You know, you're not doing this job to impress us. But I don't want you to leave the table without knowing how impressive a uh, gentleman we think you are and how much we appreciate the work that you do. Julie is nodding. Thank you. Like she agrees down there. Yes. Yeah. So can I say one thing with that? Thank you. Be glad for you to do so. My tennis, my tennis team kept me sane. They were basically the reason I was able to stay emotionally fairly positive. Um, and Charner was my daughter's tennis coach. So, um, that's also, I, I think enough of him that he was coaching my daughter, not me. So we have two great programs here. And, um, again, uh, the seniors like Julia and others, I, I could not have done it. They were incredible. Yeah. They were incredible. And so were you coach. Thank you. You were incredible as well. Yeah, it's, you know, there really are no words to, to describe, uh, but uh, the feeling is palpable. And so I can tell by the look on Julia's face that I'm sure she represents her whole tennis program in, in appreciation of uh, just, just how faithful and steadfast you've been through everything. And, and um, you know, you're, you're, member, you're a member of our family too. So we, we love you. We appreciate you. And doggone it, uh, we are looking forward to seeing some Falcon tennis, not just this fall, but this spring. Thank you for the work that you do on the, you know, coaching end mm. of things and instructional end. Julia, thank you for representing our program. You're doing a great job of it. Thank you. Yeah, uh, he's got the – sounds like he's got some great seniors uh, that are bringing all the rest of them along. So I, there couldn't be a better gift to the young kids in the program to have, than to have strong seniors. Trying our best. Gets them gets them going the right direction from the get-go. So good luck to you. This has been the tennis episode. It was a grand slam. It was a grand slam. 
Well, Coach O, how'd you sign off the last one? Do you remember? Bye, y'all.